Hello and welcome back to Centennial State Sports. My name is Luke and we're today we're going to talk about the CU Buffaloes and the win against the Arizona Wildcats on Saturday. So the Buffaloes have had a rough season so far this year. They came into this game at 1-4, but they get the victory on Saturday that pushes them to 2-4. Their opponents, of course, the Arizona Wildcats were 0-5. And now they turn into 0-6. So, you know, it wasn't a tough team, but it is a nice way to have the CU Buffaloes hopefully get on track and hopefully use this momentum throughout the season. But talking about this game is we're going to break down some stats. Okay, so the total yards, the CU Buffaloes had 365. The Arizona Wildcats had 280. Passing yards, the Buffs had 248, which was impressive. Um, the Wildcats had 153 rushing yards. The uh, Buffaloes had 117. Wildcats had 127. And yards per play, the Buffaloes had 6.3, while the Wildcats had 4.0. Okay. The Buffaloes also had 18 first downs. They were three for 16, or excuse me, three for, excuse me, six for 13 on third down, 0-1-1 on fourth down, four punts. Uh, six penalties for 76 yards and a time possession of 29 minutes and two seconds. The Wildcats also had 19 first downs. They were three for 15 on third downs. They were one for three on fourth downs, eight punts, eight penalties for 63 yards, two interceptions, and a time of, a time of possession of 30 minutes and 58 seconds. So, it seemed pretty close if you read the stats straight up. Um, if I would have told you those stats without telling you that the Buffaloes won 34-0, um, I think it would be shocking because they were pretty uh, similar. Now, going to the uh, individual stats, Brendan Lewis came back out, uh, had a really strong game. He was 12 for 19 for 248 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Jake Broussard had 13 carries for 53 yards. Uh, Deion Smith had 5 carries for 23 yards. Fontenot had 11 carries for 19 yards. And Lewis also had 5 carries for 11 yards. Rice also had 2 carries for 9. And Stax had 1 carry for 4 yards. For the receptions, the top um, the top 3 was Brandon Rice with 3 receptions with 111 yards. 37 average for a touchdown. Uh, Luminous Craig had... Three receptions for 52 yards. Alex Fontenot had one reception for 43 yards. And also, Dimitri Stanley had two receptions for 11 yards and a touchdown, too. Uh, Chris Carpenter also had one reception. And Arias had two receptions for 12 yards, too. Now, on the defensive side, um, Person Wells had an interception. And Mark Perry also had an interception. Um, Nate Landman also had four tackles with three assists. So, <clears throat> the kicking, Cole Becker was 2-for-2 two two, uh, with his longest 37 yards. And punting, Josh Watts had 4 punts for 192 yards, around 48 yards on average. For the Arizona Wildcats, Gunnar Cruz was 13-for-22 for 82 yards and in an interception. And then Will Plummer uh, came in and had 7 Completions on 17 attempts for 71 yards and an interception. For the rushers, Jalen John had 11 carries for 71 yards. Will Plummer had two carries for 15. Gunnar Cruz had three carries for 12. 
and Stanley Barry Hill the third had two carries for nine yards. That's their top rushers for the receivers. Stanley uh, Barry Hill the third had eight receptions for 48 yards. Michael Willie four receptions for 29, and Brian Castell um, two receptions for 25. So <clears throat> the defense came back alive. Um, and also the offense did very well. So in the first quarter, um, it looked like the same old CU, you know, team that we all know and love. It was zero to three with CU only kicking a field goal. And then in the second quarter, the same situation, zero and three. So at halftime, it was six to zero CU. And you know, you get to think, man, is this a team that we're going to see all year, especially you know, against a zero and five team? How can we not have any offense? And then in the second area, in the second half, it just blew up. They had um, 21 points in the third and then seven points in the fourth. So um, I don't know what clicked at halftime. I don't know what uh, what was said or if Brent Lewis just said, screw it. I'm just going to play my game. But coming out and having two touchdowns through the air, um, I think that's huge. You know, of course, we still had – Two field goals, you know. I like to finish those drives, especially against an 0-16. But it is nice to see, you know, more than one touchdown uh, in a game for CU. And hopefully that loosens Brendan Lewis up. Hopefully gets him ready. Um, the next couple games, if if CU plays, I think you know they can they can win it. So they're at California on the 23rd, which could be a winnable game. Um, the Pac-12 is a very tough, so that uh, that California game might not be too difficult. Then, of course, you go to Oregon, and um, Oregon's always always tough. But Oregon has been struggling the last couple of weeks. Um, they uh, beat California only seven or er, twenty-four to seventeen. Uh, they lost to Stanford thirty-one to twenty-four, and then they beat Arizona forty-one to nineteen. So. Um, Arizona did score 19 points on them. They didn't score anything on CU, and Oregon only scored um, 40, uh, 41 on them, while CU scored 35. So that could be even a you know a good contest against the number 10 Ducks. Then they have Oregon State at home, and then UCLA on the road, and then they have Washington at home, and then Utah on the road. So out of the last six games, I feel like. Utah is probably the hardest one. California could be a good one. Oregon, you know, they're how they've been playing. You never know with them, especially with CU doing well against Texas A&M. Um, that defense, if it comes out, that'd be good. Then Oregon State, I, th- I think that might be a good game, especially at home at Folsom. Um, UCLA is up and down. And then Washington, who lost to Montana, I think Montana State at the beginning of the year. Montana just stayed up Montana. So they lost to Montana 13 to 7 at the beginning of the year. So and then Utah, of course, is a tough game. So um if this team comes out the next six weeks, I expect some pretty decent football play. Um I really want to uh see how Brennan Lewis takes charge. Of course he's a freshman, you know, he got his eligibility still last year. Um I I think if you can see him grow in the next six games, that's gonna give you know, CU fans, you know, some life for hopefully next year. Um, 
and hopefully in the next three years that they have. Excuse me. So I feel like um, we have to watch these next three games. So California, uh, the, the, the Golden Bears, last couple of games where they lost to number 10 Oregon, 17-24. Uh, then they lost to Washington State, 6-21. to um, Then they lost to Washington, 24-31. to And then they beat Sacramento State, 42-30. to Lost to TCU, 34-32. And then lost their very first game of the year to Nevada, 22-17. to So this team seems like it's up and down too. Like I said, the Pac-12 is not very strong. Um, and I, I, I want to see the CU Buffs you know, finish the year strong. So um, they finally got a win this week or this year in the Pac-12 after going 0-2 against Arizona State and USC. Um, the offense is starting to get catch fire. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the CU team can do against California, and Oregon State, you know, Washington. Hopefully, they get those three games wins and then put up fights against the other ones. So, um, thank you for listening to our week recap. Um, I'm going to do the same thing next week. If you guys want to also get caught up on our website at CU Stand, or excuse me, that's my other one. Um, at Sense statesports.com and also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and everything like that. Give us a follow. Um, give us some comments and then we can also talk about that too. So, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.